Welcome to Upgrade Engines with Scott Wozniak, where we explore the tools and tactics that drive improvement. If you're hungry for more and better, if you want to move past hype and discuss how, you're in the right place. Change really is possible. Dreams can come true. It may take a while, but you can upgrade anything if you build the right engine. My guest today is Jessica Farrell. Jessica started her professional career after graduating from Valdosta State University with a bachelor's in secondary education and emphasis in history. Though she didn't spend much time in the classroom proper, her skills transferred nicely to her role leading a leadership training program in a corporate environment. After four years there, she transitioned to the marketing function, supporting new restaurant openings in that industry through marketing and public relations. And then most recently, she became a marketing consultant, working with franchisees all over the country to grow their businesses. As a serial learner, Jessica went to Georgia State University to complete her MBA program and also picked up her real estate license lately, because why not? Uh, her favorite roles include actually none of this, being instead being a wife and a mother. And that, that's not a casual role. Like she has three children under the age of four as the time of this recording. Uh, she enjoys time outside with them. They raise chickens, they grow fruit, um, they have a pretty cool property. If you catch her on vacation, her favorite spot is the beach, reading, soaking up the sun. But, you know, in uh, what little spare time she has left, she's on the board of a nonprofit organization and they're active in the foster care system for the state of Georgia. So she does a tremendous amount of stuff. You can find her best on LinkedIn at uh, linkedin.com slash IN slash Jessica dash O'Neill dash Farrell. That's O-N-E-I-L-L dash F-E-R-R-E-L-L. Lots of double L's and double R's here. So um, I'll put the links in the show notes. And man, welcome my great friend and incredible achiever, Jessica Farrell. Jess, it is super fun talking with you again. Man, we have we have been hanging out for a long time. In fact, I, I didn't put this in your bio, but uh, maybe you should. Maybe the most impressive thing you did was that you survived uh, having me as your boss. Um, so early and, in and your career. A, uh, might be a badge of honor at this point. We'll see. Seriously, seriously. There, there's a support group out there, I'm sure, somewhere. I don't know, maybe you're leading it. But I just don't know. I, president, uh, founder. You know, yes, yes, that's fair. That's fair. I'm, um, uh, yeah, I, like, uh, in all honesty, I think, um, it was such a great opportunity learning from you. Excited to join you again today. Yeah. Um, uh, but definitely a lot, a lot of learning, a lot of huge takeaways I still apply today came from our time together. So. Well, it's funny that you say, even the way you say it, um, it's like how you define a success. And you said a lot of learning. Cause I have to tell you, I don't know if I ever told you this, one of the number one reasons why I selected you, there were a lot of people that were interested in that position and maybe the top thing that made you stand out. Have I ever told you this before? Like what it was? No, that, I don't think so. Oh, I'm, I'm here we go. We're, doing it, we're doing it live on the air, right? Like, here we go. Um, <laughs> it honestly was your passion for learning. And so I just had to say, it's interesting. It strikes me when you're like, oh, it was a great experience. And the, I learned a lot, right? Like, how do you evaluate? So Man, that that has been uh, validated that I saw that correctly time and time again because I've gotten to see your career for many years now. I mean, that's yep. 
Dang, that's been 12, 14 years now. I mean, it's, yeah. it's been, uh, it's been a while and now you've had many other bosses and gone to do all sorts of crazy stuff without me. You know, now we have kids that, you know, all the, yeah, yeah. So we'll get into all that fun stuff, but uh, talk about fun stuff. Like since I've gotten to see this, there's, there's, um, there's maybe a level I'd like to go deeper with you than I can yeah. with some of the other guests if you're up for it. Yeah. But I think what's even more rare and impressive is how you are managing to build your life three kids under the age of four, like that alone, we could stop the presses and be like, how are you functional? Right? Like, did, how did you manage to get a shower in today? Um, yes. and then I do sleep at night. So that's good. That, that, that alone is probably worth talking about. Yeah. Like how, how <laughs> But then to do that and do all the other stuff you're doing, like your career and how you were learning and pushing in there and how now you and your husband, you guys don't just live yeah. in a, a condo and never leave the condo. You've got chickens and property. And I know some of the cool stuff your husband builds and you guys do out and about, like there's not a lot of other people who, who live that. So how, how do you manage all this? Yeah. Do you manage all this? Um, like what's that yeah. like? Yeah, what you've shared is true. It is it is happening. Um, I think there's there's so many different factors that go into it. I think one of the big ones that came to mind as you were kind of describing the situation, I'm like, wait, I do sleep. No, I sleep. I sleep. Is like no knowing and being aware of my capacity level. And I think we all have a, a level where we're comfortable at running at. Um yeah. as far as how many things are going on at once. Um, how many different how different things there are versus like yeah. a bunch of th things in one area, what our own internal management of stress and level of detail that we can go to. And so the first thing for me, when you describe that, it's like, I know really quickly, and I, I got to learn this through, you know, my career is that, and personally, like I, I run at a level that just looks a little different than I think a lot of people are comfortable with. And if I'm being really honest with you, yeah. writing out my bio and I stopped and read it before I sent it, uh, I really, I was like, I almost wanted to edit it down because it feels like a lot. Oh, interesting. Um, and I am constantly worried that my, like I tell people a part of the story and people know this part of the story, but there's few people who see it all at one glance. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My bio is a good front of that um, because a lot of the feedback that I get when I share how much we're involved with as a family or how much I'm personally involved with, I get a lot of like, Oh, like that's a lot or like, Oh, you just telling me all of that stresses me out for you. And so when those are the like, <laughs> stories that like the feedback that I hear when I share about the nonprofit that I work with or that on maternity leave, I got my real estate license. Like, I, yeah. Cause everybody kind of, like, gets a new license. So I've learned through that, like very minor nuanced feedback loop that like, I'm a lot, I have a lot going on. So most of the time I don't sit down and write it all out. Um, but knowing my own capacity level and saying like, I actually like run better with more on my plate than I do with less. I, and because I, I can identify that, yes, I know like it looks like a lot to a lot of people and that's okay. I actually can like just have this capacity level where when I have 
Now there is a too much. There's always a too much. Oh, yeah, right. but there's a too a little decent amount going on to you. Yeah, like, I, I can validate this. I've seen you take on a ton, and and I mean the nuance you said. It's not just that you're uh, got energy and a hard worker. Sure, you are. You you definitely are. But you also like the variety. Your ability to to switch to this mode, to this mode, to this mode, and keep it all in your head. That's a really cool thing you do well. And I would say yes, there's too much, but there's also too little. And I think a lot of people. Yes. Uh, make like simpler is always better. Less is always more. And I, I think you and I are similar in this way. I, I don't just like variety. I need a certain amount of variety to keep my brain healthy and engaged, or I, I get like frustrated staying in only one lane at one time. So yeah, that's, and really I found myself in the, the depth of too little in so many ways. And that those were the moments when I started my MBA and I started my real estate license. Like I created the more myself because I found my, myself in a, like, I'm not getting fulfilled with the variety or the level of learning that I want or the depth and complexity of what I'm working on. And so I go create it. Oh man. That's awesome. And I mean, I can just attest. Um, I, I got it one step removed. So my, we have four kids, as you know, and I especially think for the, the mother set to, to a certain extent, the father depends on how engaged the dads are. But I think that toddler zone, um, four and five and under, right. Um, it's consuming. And if you're not careful, your world shrinks and shrinks and shrinks. And so, you know, my wife, Rachel's, she's brilliant. She's a college professor, consultant. Uh, she's on the board of nonprofits as well. Like but, but in those years, she didn't get to do as much of that. And she really had to fight like the, the malaise and the discouragement, not, not like mental, like shutdown that just happens when you don't have any, we used to call like, well, I just need some adult conversation here. Right. It's not that I don't love my kids. It's not that I don't love yeah. being a parent. Uh, it's that there's these other facets of my brain that need stimulation or they, they kind of start to kind of complain and atrophy. So yeah. Okay. So let me zoom out though, because I think there's an insight for all, not everybody's got your capacity for variety or quantity. Right. Um, but, but there's a principle behind all this is that I think when we do talk about high performance and effect, there's a comparison game. So maybe the, the beginning of this is like, the goal is not to be as productive as Jessica Farrell. The goal is no, to find your own capacity balance, not too little, not too much. And I think a lot of people get this message. Um, I was just reading a really good book. Um, so I don't, so try not to go long in this tangent, but do you ever read wild at heart and captivating? Do you, did you ever oh, yeah. read those? Okay. Uh -huh. yeah. Amazing books. Right. So, um, I'm, I'm this year, I'm rereading my favorites for the first time in my life. I'm rereading. I never reread. And it's like, I'm you going back to the classics. And so that's a, a whole other side conversation we could have, I know. Uh, but I reread wild at heart and captivating okay. and dang, no. if they're not just even more powerful than I remember. Like, dang, those are just good books. Um, so I just read Captivating and it says, hey, one of the, the societal things to women is they tend to either say, you're too little or you're too much, right? And so you get stuck in this and, and pulling out of that and be like, listen, I'm not, the fact that you you thrive on more challenge and variety than maybe maybe the, the guy you're telling the story to and he stresses out for you is like, listen, I, I don't have to match your capacity limits. I need yeah. to figure out where I'm most alive and figure out my capacity limits. So that, that self-awareness, it's not, it's not about comparison. It's about how am I doing internally? That's, um, 
that's a big idea right by itself. Yeah. I will even take it a step further. It's about accepting other people where they are too, because say more, like I can know myself and I can know what I can do and I can even get, you know, stay distanced from the comparison game of saying like, Oh, so, so is doing more or, but I think when, like when we accept that other people have their own capacity level and we have to trust that other people are maximizing their own. So the other side of comparison is judging other people and their capacity level. Yeah. And that's the other space. It's that, like, there's, it's, wrong. it's not right or wrong. It's just right for you. And that's okay. Yeah. And so where I felt like that feedback loop was telling me, like, I felt judged by how much I was doing or that I was into too much, or I was like, and I think that's where like, we just have to be okay with like, with our language and our mind and our heart saying like, if that's the right space for you, that's awesome. That's not the space I'm in. And that's also awesome. Right. Um, And not like putting, getting into the trap of putting my capacity level on somebody else and saying, Hey, you're not, performing enough. You're not taking on enough of the teamwork or whatever. Um, that's just as unhealthy as not knowing my own and, and sitting in a space that's not my own capacity level. I have to agree. I mean, that is, that's like, okay, step one is manage my own self. And step two is, uh, extend it to uh, the same grace. I'm trying to give myself to other people. That's, that's profound. No, that's it. Okay. So, so there's a, there's a, a, a self judging and others judging layer to this, but, yeah. but, but that's at that as powerful as that is, there's, there's also like, how do you like functionally manage it hours in the day tools, relationships? Yeah. Like I, I know enough to know that, that you've also built a lot of interesting tactics and systems to figure that out. Um, yeah, uh, yeah there's definitely a couple, I will say like some caveats to being able to do this. Um, and to be fair, I'll back up and say like, this is, this is what gives me peace in myself, right? Like this is like the capacity, the things that I do, what I'm involved with, like, these are the things that feed me and fuel me. So I've only chosen these things like with some intentionality, um, whether that's a, a purposeful benefit to my family or, a purposeful benefit to myself. Yeah. And so the caveats to having like this work for me being the things that I want, like I want, um, are a really strong support system. So you kind of mentioned like the engagement of a, of a father or a dad, like that's like the amount of physical support, like is your, how, how much is your spouse balance things with you or the division of household labor and work or how involved they are with the kids or you are with the kids like that, that, support system really is a game changer for me being able to say yes to some things that I've, you know, sat with women who want to say yes to more, but the way that they need to function within their family, their role in the family is greater. And that means they're saying no to some things for a season, right? Like it's not forever probably. Um, so I start with like, I have a phenomenal support system that I allows me say, to. I, I know your husband. You you may have hit the yeah. jackpot on that one. Uh, I did. He's phenomenal, and not just in terms of cool guy, which he is. Right. Like yeah. his, 
servant's heart and practical skills. I mean, the guy can fix and build anything. Um, yeah. and the way he engages with your kids. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a, I mean, like, let's own, let's own that, right? Like Jessica right. accomplishing a lot is, is as much to do with your husband's support as it is your choices. Like, uh, you, you've got friends, you've got family. I mean, there's a lot of, uh, yeah. yep. there's a lot of people in the equation. It's not a solo game. Absolutely. Yep. And so I don't feel like because that support system is so great, like I feel like that creates a space for me to dive into the things that I'm passionate about. It helps me find the quiet moments or the loud moments, whichever they are sometimes, um, to like have that space to balance myself internally so that I can continue on in this external space that we all work in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, how's this like work? Is this like, um, every day you check in on the five different categories you're working on? Um, you know, no. oh my gosh, no, I, I mean, I wish it was that like <laughs> systematic probably maybe it should be doing that, but I think, um, a lot, you know, like an actual tactical system is I still use a paper planner I actually have it right here. Cause it has my notes in it, really? but it's, uh, yeah. So I got into this. Yep. I know this is like you a know, new, you thing know, we that, have these, you have these really cool devices called smartphones that I know. really, I know things. here's, I know, but you're I've been have, doing this you're gonna now have to talk to me. Why paper? I know I'm going to have to sell you. And I'm about that's to actually harder than like you're, you're going against the pressure. Like me, I'm probably one of a thousand people that give you a hard time for this. Right. So like, sell me on why <laughs> you're going against the grain and sticking with paper. Okay. So there's a couple of reasons I do. So functionally like day to day, I use my like online calendar. That's okay. how okay. like my well, meetings, all of that. You have to, so I have an right? advanced especially, meeting, especially right? in a company, people send meeting requests. Yep. You have to. Okay. Okay. So yep. that one, so, you use that for uh-huh. me. Yep. So, um, and my personal stuff's on there. I've, I, those one of the things I learned from you early on is if, yeah. if it's in too many spaces, you're never going to like monitor that many spaces. So it's all together for me. Yep. One life but on a fr- totally. Yep. On Friday, I sit down and look at the next week. Mm-hmm. And I transfer my week into my paper calendar and that process of writing it out into my week. So it like, it forces me to stop and think about, yeah. um, what do I need to prep for that meeting? And then it has some to do's at the bottom. By the way, she's showing me for the audio only folks, know, she's showing me some examples audio, here. Audio, I'm like actually showing my, like and then it. there's a space for notes. And so, um, I, so I, as I'm writing out my meetings, I'm like, Oh, you know what? I need to prep that deck. I need to go back to that deck and rework it. Oh, that's going to be a tough conversation. I need to make sure I block the 30 minutes before. So I'm prepped up. So it's like how I function, like it takes, it stops me and the writing it out helps me organize myself. So I'm on top of everything. I, the forcing function like it's deliberately to, to keep it from being super efficient. Like it makes you yes. stop and think about it and the physical writing down. That's very interesting. I sort of do that, but I do it in Evernote. Um, so yeah. that's the note taking app that I use. Yeah. But I look at my calendar. They just send, I do it on Monday morning. I look okay. through all the calendar, all my stuff before the week gets started and kind of my to do's that I, I have a little to do yeah. list where I just put ideas I could do. And then I use the Evernote to like type it out and sort it to like, okay, 
These uh -huh. are the three most important things this week. Okay. Don't forget. Yep. That the, but but the physical writing, that's interesting. Okay, how long does this take? You do Friday? Oh, like 30 minutes. Like I just look at my calendar. I like sort of, at this point, it's not long. The re So I have a specific planner, shameless plug for the, the brand of planner I use. Yeah. So I use um, a passion planner. Um, and why I like it is that in the front it has like reflection questions, um, for yeah. each month and it has a roadmap, roadmapping, like thought map in the front so that you can get to like your big goal. Interesting. And then in each week it has a, like a little box at the top for a focus for the week. And mm -hmm. that's where I write like my broad like hey this is what i'm focusing on in general in my life like yeah. my goals yeah. for this year i get it down to one word so i'm a one word you know person I for you year. mind sharing what your word is right now sure yeah i mean it's uh relevant i think so the word is well w-e-l-l -L. this right. year i put a three a three uh definition version two. So normally it's just the word for me. Yeah. Uh, but this year it, I couldn't quite get to one word that encompassed everything. So well is the base word for well done wellness and well spring. And so, yeah, so well okay. is the word. Um, so well done. Um, I want, I want to, this year I really want to focus on like doing really great work. Um, I, I've, that's not something I've ever felt like I wanted to do in, in this. I want to do great work. Like I, it's not like every other year I and did. You have done, I've seen you do great work. Yeah, and I <laughs> not like, it's not like we've but been telling you for years that. you're bad and you're like, I don't care. Fine. Yeah, right. yeah, no. So yeah. why, why, why not? Like, why is this focused? Cause if you're already so this year, it's more of like taking it to a nuanced level. Um, I think, so I started a new role last year. It was my first full year in the role. So this is my second full year in a new role. And like the next, I need to take it to the next level. So yeah, it's yeah. not you just like, it's like, I need to get the lay of the land. How does this work? But now you can really refine and, and get, get excellent at it. Okay. Yeah. And for me, like this is, this has a spiritual component to it. So it ties to well done in the Bible for me. Yes. And then is, for those who don't know, this would be uh, at the end. One of the things that Jesus says, God will say to some of those who've served him well, is, well done, good and faithful servant. And so that's kind of a, mm -hmm. a high mark of you lived well. So that's, that's cool. And I, I think a lot of times we think about that as like only happening at the end. And I'm like, well, what if, what if I focused on that year over year, more than just like being at the end. Yeah. Hope, so that's why this year, well yeah. done. Right. Like if yeah. I do, if I get well done every year, does that equal a well done at the end? And so like, that's, that's my kind of like, I'm shooting my shot there. I like it. Um, wellness, wellness, um, this year I've, um, came up with my maternity leave. So I recently had a baby. Um, I, I need to take a hard internal look on what it means to like keep myself healthy for the the vibrance of my family. You mean and like so, physically the frame. Physically, oh, yep. Babies yep. are, are uh, yeah, I say this as a man. I'm like, I can't believe I'm going to have the odd but I'm like, babies are hard work on women. I'm like, I mean, all the women right, all yeah. I have had are really exhausting for me, right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What I'm so told I, I'm, is intense. Out of all the things that can show up on like a list of accomplishments, um, you know, like 
being healthy actually doesn't normally come up there, but it's really important to making the other things happen. No, you're and right. So it's, for me, it's the, it's the foundational, like, like limit on how far you, maybe it's a ceiling more than that. It's like, love your brain, love your ideas. And if your body just crashes with energy, it doesn't matter. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And I have, a, you know, little kids. And so the energy component for me is what we're really like that one stems from like, like I, I need to maximize my energy better. Um, and so wellness is on there and then wellspring. So I want, I want the outflow of my life this year to be like life giving to other people. Mm-hmm. And, um, again, not something I've, I've focused on in other years. Um, but this year, like I really have this heart for, what people walk away with after they've interacted with me. And I want them to be like, I just want them to feel like good. Like they can go tackle the world and, and whether that's me, like just encouraging them on their journey, or if I needed to share some truth with them that they're not believing in, in that moment that like pushes them past that round that they're stuck in. Um, But I have this heart this year for like, now I want people to walk away from spending time with me. I'm like, yes, I can go do it. Um, and so well, spring that like the outflow of my life, it being just positive and encouraging and energetic to others um, is something. So well is the word. Wow. That uh, was, was a depth of richness. I didn't realize when we started talking about a paper planner. Um so um, it's in my planner and uh, that's why I write it down every week. So all right. I can all right, let me, break let, out. My... Let me do this. Let me double click. I see it. Uh, for those who can't see, I can see it. Okay. Like, let me double click on this. Can you flip to the front? Give us a couple of the reflection questions that they do. Like, I don't know, pick oh, one or two okay. that are interesting. Like, let's just, yeah, we just, we just went over like the end of January. So the reflection questions for the month of January, what are your most, what was your most memorable part of the past month? three biggest lessons you've learned, assessing your priorities, gratefulness. Hmm. Um, how are you different from the past month to the month before it? So there's a couple of them. That's very cool. Okay. How tactically does the, the well stuff show up? Um, so like, well done, I'm assuming you've got work goals and and some measures on like, here's the, the it's consulting stuff that you're doing. Right. And so like, yeah, um, so you, I'm assuming you've got like some of the yeah. tactical things of being a good consultant you're working on. Is that, I mean, how do you measure that? What does that look like? Yes. Yeah. So, so some of it's just like getting even more. So I've got like my baseline, like job description, the work that I do. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's getting creative about taking it to that next level. So, um, I'm to the point now with the work where I'm, I'm pretty much running with what I've got. Um, but it's how can I go deeper in my subject matter expert field? How can I create that greater connection? And ultimately my goal is like, how, how am I taking those learnings and like funneling them to doing better at my job long-term? Yeah. Okay. Um, but the well done, the well done is not just work related though. That one also is like, I want, I want overarchingly that well done be, so the so story, like, like life and work, yeah, like a and, life well lived, focusing on the important yep. things. I mean, all that stuff. Yeah. Okay. How about well being? I mean, what's tactically? What are you working yeah. on? Yeah. So um, the couple of things with like wellness for me is around 
um, just eating and working out. So five, right? Like what? Yeah. I can't believe the key table what it has to do with your food. I wish I had something like some fancy new way to do it, but right. that's it. That's not an electrical content. Yeah. Yeah. No, I no. mean, dang it. I wish it wasn't true, but that's, that's uh, it's, it's what we got. I, I would say this. Um, so, wellness is really 99% of it is three things and you can do 1% bonuses if you want. It's eating, yeah. it's exercise and it's sleep. I like, yeah. I mean, right. so, so what is that? I mean, do you mind if I put you on the yeah. spot? Like what is, how do you no, practice that? Do you yeah. have a exercise yeah. plan? Do you partner with a trainer? Like, what does this look like for you? Yeah. So the, I'm going to start where I am and grow, grow to where I want to be kind of person. So, so I really tactically it's Noom. So I've been using Noom to explain kind of, Noom. I nodded, oh, yeah. but like, yeah, others may not know Noom. Yeah. Noom is a, you know, a, a weight loss tracking systems. It's, you know, similar to some other products that are out there. And are your, what I like about you got yeah. plans. Yeah. 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 So this one is, um, it has like, it's around color. They like color code the foods and it's not an avoidance of anything. It's a moderation play. And so what I've also learned about myself is that I, I can quickly live in extremes so I'm either like eating all of the donuts or eating none of the donuts. I, I relate. But right? eating like I'm, half I'm of a donut or one donut, right? Eating oh, no. one donut is not an option for me. Uh, like yes. I live my life. Yeah. In this, I call it waking. I call it waking the sugar the beast. Like once I, once yeah. he gets a taste, it's like that no. box is mine, right? Like I. Yeah. Uh, what used to kill me is, um, I, thankfully, we don't do this anymore. We used to put out uh, in the holiday season. Rachel, my wife, would put out these bowls around the house with M and M mint candies. It's the only time we would buy the M mint M and Ms, and she would put like two uh -huh. or three bowls out, and I would be like, "Oh, they're so sweet. I'll just have one or two, pound a bowl right. every night." Like I just keep coming back, coming back. Yeah, yeah. I. Yeah. Sorry, personal rant. Yes, yes. moderation yes. is one of my challenges as well. So I found Noom, at least at this point, uh, this season that I'm working on this in as to be the best partner for me to mm. like continue that like healthy relationship with food. It's not no M&Ms. You can have some, but like, don't get crazy. And then, and that's okay. Like, and so I think that, um, so I'm using that system. And then the working out part for me is I, I have a like office job but I also have three kids. And so like, it's trying to find like where I just need to work in those extra spaces. So it's not like a crazy strength plan. One of the things I'm passionate about with all of this, like making life work in general, is like it, everything needs to be ridiculously convenient. Mm -hmm. So, and, and not like giving yourself a hard time if you don't do it, like, it's okay. There's always tomorrow. Yes. Um, it's like, Oh, well, and you can like, it's fine That's and important. not living in the guilt. I think there's a tremendous so, amount of guilt and shame when it comes to health and wellness. Uh, obviously I know it's a huge part of my story. Right. And so I've given myself permission to, to work out when I want to, not because I feel like I have to. And when I get in there, I do what I want because I got in there and I put on the tennis shoes and that was the win, right? The win was yeah. that. And whatever I did in there was a win because I put on my tennis shoes first. And so like, I'm, I'm in this space in life where I'm like, no, like I don't need this crazy structure and it needs to be ridiculously convenient and simple. Mm -hmm. And that means like, if I just got in there because I wanted to, and I did something because I wanted to, 
that is the win all day long. And so I am focusing more on the eating side. I can like, I can, I don't have to make any extra time to eat. Yeah, adding yeah. working out, working out is extra time. And so that's a real factor, especially if you're trying to do a lot of things like eating doesn't add any time. It just changes what's on the plate. Like I was going to sit there anyway. That's, right. that's, that's really yeah. insightful. Huh? So I've focused my time there. And if I can, if I get through like my goals there, then, and I want to do something different with working out, absolutely can. But I'm just, I'm in this space of like giving myself grace to myself. Like my inner voice is, it needs to be more grace than anything else. And mm-hmm. so if that means um, being okay that like today I didn't bring my gym stuff and I'm not working out like, well, I did yesterday and I think I'm a little sore. So I was like, yeah, it's fine. It's okay. Like, it's okay that that's my choice and I'm not going to spend my whole day beating myself up over it. You know what? If I really want to work it in later, I can, cause I I've made it ridiculously easy to do it. So I've got a space at home where I can do that if I want to. And if I don't, it's also still okay. Like, it's not, it's not going to ruin anything. And so this concept of like, especially in the wellness space, like of just this inner voice of grace of like, it, it is totally okay. It, it makes it a lot easier to make a different choice later because I've not beat myself up over it. The yeah. world's going to do that enough to us. Oh, the I world is just going to like break well, us I, over. I know people that they're, their uh, like their official like explicit method to make themselves more healthy. Well, I say no people. I'm saying this like I'm, I did this my first round. Yeah. You, so when you met me, I was. Uh, it's funny the parallels. Um, I was not paying any attention to my health, and I was doing a lot of things. But I had small kids, and the physical energy to manage small kids, right? Like uh, yeah. three year olds don't play intellectually, right? They want to physically touch, climb, jump, waddle, like crawl on the floor and like trying to be a dad. I wanted to be a very engaged dad and trying to be a dad to be with my kids was physically exhausting. And I, that was my wake up call. It's like, Oh, we got to our third kid. Um, Emberlin, as you know, and I just remember physically like crashing and not being able to play with my children the way I wanted to. Cause I just was done. And like, maybe I should think about that, but, but I will say what I didn't do that you're do you're, you're way ahead of me. Um, is I really got in shape and I did, and you, you actually saw some of that journey. I mean, I probably lost yeah. 50 pounds in that, that first year or two yeah. to figure this out, but honestly, only about a year, year and a half ago, I was praying and processing my own life goals and thinking about health. And, and I really just felt convicted, um, that I had got here primarily through a strategy of anxiety and shame. Like, and it worked, right? Like I, I look in the mirror and I would be angry and ashamed. And then I would be, and the reason I didn't gain the weight back is because I was afraid of being that guy again and crashing my energy at the end of the day. And so coming to a place, like it took me a year of processing and getting to like, I'm going to exercise for the joy of it. Not because I'm I'm scared if I don't exercise, my life will crash. And giving myself freedom to sleep in when I'm tired instead of exercising, and say, "Hey, my body needs sleep today, not more exercise." And like I, I and my weight went up and down and up and down. But like processing that, I mean, this is last year. Processing all of that, uh, kind of, I really can say, as of the end of last year, I came to the other side of it. And was like I consistently do this not with fear or shame. So that's huge. And it is not normal. I think it's really sadly 
rare for people to approach this and not like stoke up the anxiety on purpose. Um, because I, you know, it's, funny that like it's not too far off from like some parenting tactics right where you think about like mm-hmm. using positive reinforcement and negative reinforcement with kids to help them learn a lesson or to to yeah, yeah. elicit a behavior or stop a behavior that yeah. you're wanting to coach and guide on well it's the same with us like if we're just negatively reinforcing or negatively consequenting ourselves over something that happened like does it work yeah, I mean it can. Yeah. Uh, are you like? Is that the only tactic you need to use to get things done? No. Yeah. Well, and, and, and I was just talking to a guy who said, like, "Hey, anxiety works to create high performance really well until it suddenly doesn't, and exactly. then you crash, and oh, all that that external stuff kind of crumbles." Yeah. Yeah. And so for me, I've just I've gotten to the space of like, you know, I'm not. I'm not in a perfect place. I'm not in a, you know, like in a final spot in my journey where I can tell you like, this is all the things like that for me, like this is an ongoing space. And like, it really started with time that I spent with a a health coach turned like personal therapist at most moments where for a few years, we, we were supposed to be working on like, you know, weight goals or like healthy habits. And we spent most of my, uh, my time with her, like undoing the negative voice that I created in that space wow. on myself Hold on. and you building the grace. A, it's like you spent a few years with a health coach and you guys didn't actually do much on exercise plans or diet plans. Like I, I just have to say like, good on your health coach for right. knowing what matters Amazing. most. Right. Cause she could Absolutely. have, she could have whipped you up through shame and pressure. Oh yeah. Get you on a plan. And I thought that's what I wanted. That was the crazy part. I went into this and I'm like, you're going to have to be hard on me. I need, oh, you I need accountability. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I wanted somebody to be like, why aren't you doing your goals? Like I, I, I thought that's what I like, what would motivate huh. me. And what motivated me more was her just like sitting with me in these moments that I had, um, you know, processing like past hurt that I've put on myself. Like it Uh, wasn't, you know, it, some of it was like initiated maybe by some external factors, but honestly, I took that external factor. I created a storyline and I started telling myself the story and that's what I spent so much time trying to undo is, what's the story. Um, and a lot of it, you know, like played out while we were working together. I think there was a, like, if I'm going to get really vulnerable, which I apparently I'm going to, <laughs> okay. um, part, of my, part of my story, like, is like, I believed at a younger age that my weight was the reason why I wasn't dating or married at that time. Interesting. I, I thought that it was like, nobody, nobody wanted to date me because of my like because of my weight and interesting yeah and so like that was some of the deep-rooted like things that we got to uncovered um and came out of and so so i'm at this place now where i can validate right like that that's a semi-surprise to me i mean i remember even you having dates while we were there and of course your husband's a stud right so it's not like right didn't but yeah, this is the kind of crap that society does. Some somebody says something nasty; they don't mean it that much, but you take it and run with it, and it becomes this internal 
like shame wound that you keep reinforcing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I, it makes sense, but, uh -huh. but yeah. And nobody would have known externally, right. You were a, a yeah. rising professional, um, got married. I mean like all the externals yeah. are pretty and inside you're still carrying around this, this old childhood wound. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. real. And that's brought real it into stuff. my marriage, which, which would have said that like, that wasn't a true story. Right. right. Based like, on the actually, Clearly somebody like, cool wants to date me. Right. <laughs> but, but it still plays out. Like it still was something that like, okay. So, so he married me, but now he can't keep loving me like that. You know, like yeah, and right. it's the story I'm, yeah. I'm telling myself about it where like it's, it's okay. Like he can, the truth is that he does and he yes, can. Exactly. Um, and I am making it hard for him to love me when I'm not loving myself. Mm, that's so and how can I, how can I like put in the grace track more often than not of it's okay. I'm going to work through it. I think that's one thing that I can turn around and say, like, I can trust that I can work through and give myself grace because I also um, resonate a lot with resilient behaviors. Right. So yes. yeah. I think because I, I know that I can come out of it on the other end, I've, I've shown myself that, um, that I can be graceful to myself and still come out of it and everything it's going to like, I'll work through it. Yeah. Okay. I, I, the learner, right. I mean, you, maybe we end yeah. where we started, like, this is the learner yeah. mindset. So I don't have it figured out today and I, I want to get better. Yeah. But, but you can, you can dodge a lot of the shame load that tries to get dump on you by saying, I'll just keep working on it. I'll figure it out. Mm -hmm. It's going to be okay. Man, there is so yeah. much power in this. Cause I, I know a, a lot of it, men, and I think the vast majority of women feel a tremendous amount of guilt and shame because they're not doing enough and they're not. And, and this, this, I mean, my wife tells me this is what she and all her friends at some point have talked about is kind of the, yeah. uh, you know, all these different sides demanding so much. And I feel like I'm letting all of them down. Um, the, the solution is not to, to, to get somebody to shout at you. Right. Like, right. You said, like your health coach is yeah. so, so funny. We literally say, no, I want, need you to be hard on me. And yeah. it actually is yeah. the exact opposite. What most of us need. Is, yep. is we need to give ourselves the grace and the freedom to just keep learning. Um, yeah. I, I even had told myself at the point, like, I just need someone to follow me around and like hit the donut out of my hand. <laughs> and what I realized, you know, going back to my donut analogy, yeah, um, yeah. what I realized was, no, I needed someone to teach me how to hold the, you know, like to like appreciate it for what it was and be okay with letting it go. Wow. Not someone like it's that it's kind of can expect to that like teach a man to fish or like give a man a fish kind of analogy. That's what I thought I needed someone to just like slap the donut out of my hand. But what I really needed was someone to like help me appreciate it when, you know, for a moment and be okay with it, not, you know, like putting it down. Yeah. Yeah. Enjoying it for what it's supposed to be without making yeah. it I, maybe my own projection here, but like, like good food donuts being one of them, the desserts, especially yeah, those great. were like reward moments and soothing moments where I'm like, listen, I need this to validate that I worked hard. And I, and it's like, no, no donuts are delicious. 
but they're not, they're not like life validation, right? Like put it in its right. proper balance, <laughs> enjoy the donut, relax, buddy. It's not that big yes. of a deal. One way or the and other. I decide, I decide like what validation is. Right. And so that's the story I tell myself is like, you know, I, I was giving that to the donut. <laughs> Like what? That seems so crazy now, right? But it's, I still do it here and there, right? It's I, I not like a I totally relate to this. Yeah. But if I can change the track and say, like, no, I I get to decide what, like, what, what I how I you know celebrate a good day or a bad day or a regular Tuesday. Yeah. Um, yeah. and that's not this. It's how I talk to myself and how. I, you know, do these other things that I care about, like reading and going to the beach and things that don't impact my, um, my body as much as something like that would. Yeah. I love this, um, man. Well, as usual, uh, it's always just a blast hanging out with you. I totally lost track of time. I just looked down like, Oh, we're, we're at the limit. We need to wrap up. Um, I would love to do this with you again. Some point we'll have you back. There's yeah, like, I had a whole bunch of notes that I didn't even I talk about. I was going to say, there's probably nine other things we could get into that. Uh, uh, man, I did we not to... plan on showing you my planner, my paper planner. So that, that was... turned out awesome. Seriously. Right. Like the, right. the stuff that came out of that was like, hang on, talk about, well, I mean, that's <laughs> cool. So as usual, uh, it's half unexpected and half awesome and uh, all good. So thanks, Jess. Uh, absolutely yeah. excited to hang with you again. Definitely uh, honored to join you. Um, and always yeah. a pleasure to talk. And, and, and guys, if you, if you want to talk to her about marketing, consulting, parenting, uh, nonprofit work, real estate, apparently is a new one to add to the list. If you just want to catch up with her as an awesome human, you can find her on LinkedIn at Jessica-O'Neill-Farrell. I'll put the show notes, the links in the show notes so you guys can find her. Um, thanks so much, Jess. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Upgrade Engines with Scott Wozniak. If you want to hear more of my thoughts on life and leadership, you might want to sign up for my weekly newsletter at www.scottwozniak.com slash upgrade. That's S-C-O-T-T-W-O-Z-N-I-A-K dot com slash upgrade. You'll get a cool quote, a deep thought, and a recommendation for something that I use and love. It's not long, and it should be fun. The theme is similar to this podcast, but it's not the same content. And if you're a leader who wants to build a legendary brand, you can check out my company's website to learn how we can help at www.swazconsulting.com. That's S-W-O-Z consulting.com. Change really is possible. Dreams can come true. It may take a while, but you can upgrade anything if you build the right engine.